Hello and welcome to History FC, where we explore the events that have shaped Australia's football history. In this episode, we revisit the Socceroos' opening match of the 2006 World Cup against Japan. It was a historic occasion, with Australia playing on football's biggest stage for the first time in 32 years. Defender Luke Wilshere was a surprise selection in the starting side, picked ahead of Tim Cahill. The two players were also roommates. Tim was the one expecting to play, and, and I was, I was, yeah, I didn't expect to play. Uh, let's be honest, and um, I don't think anyone in Australia expected me to play. Um, so obviously, when Timmy got called down and, and told that he's not playing, he comes back to the room with a, a face of thunder um, and disappointment. And then I got, I got a call to go down and, and come back up 15 minutes later, and you know, obviously jubilant and over the moon, I'm going to be starting. Um, so it was, a, it was mixed feelings in, in the room, that's for sure, leading into it. But obviously, Timmy was happy for me and um, was just eager to make, make his statement, which he did in the end. And uh, so, yeah, it was, a, it was a strange one. But, uh, you know, the boss knew what he was doing, I guess you could say. Players were understandably nervous as they arrived at the Fritz Walter Stadion in Kaiserslautern. Leading the Socceroos was Dutch manager Gus Hiddink, who masterminded Australia's drought-breaking qualifying victory over Uruguay in November of 2005. The boss, obviously, with his experience and all that he'd done, um, I guess it was just another day in the office for him. Um, and you could, you could feel that. Um, he was never flustered. And, um, and I think that, that rubbed off on the boys and, and sort of gave a little bit of calmness also to us in that situation. He didn't set up Australia to attack from the first whistle, but like every good manager, he had a plan B. The bosses is Dutch. They like you like to play football. We wanted to play, and we had players who could play. Um, but at the same time, if we were struggling, we needed to to really change the game. And um, you know, we had players that are good in the area. Aerial threat was you know you got big Dukes, you got um, Timmy, Josh Kennedy was there, and we need to go direct. We're, we're prepared for that. Um, it's a weakness of the Japanese, um, you know, and you got to you got to try and do what you've got to do to, to get a result. Um, you know, and sometimes that means being direct. And their World Cup adventure is underway in Kaiserslautern. The match didn't start as planned for Australia. Japan taking the lead in the 26th minute. Lovely feet and a decent ball in two. Oh, it's awkward for Mark Schwarzer. It's gone over the top and it's a goal. Well, a dreadful mix-up at the back. Schwarzer's claiming a foul. Nakamura doesn't care. Japan have the lead after 26 minutes. Mark Schwarzer claimed he was impeded when attempting to catch the ball. The referee didn't agree and the goal was given. But there was no panic amongst the Socceroos. We had a lot of experience in the, in the squad and, and a lot of belief, you know, over the years beforehand. And I think, um, you know, again, we were a team that, that never rolled over. That mental strength, that character within the team, um, you know, there was no point in any game that we ever played where the team would just roll over. Um, and we knew when a goal behind, no problem. Um, we keep going, we keep going. And I think at that time, you know, in that period, there was probably no team in the world, um, even the best teams that would enjoy playing the game against Australia. This is History FC. Australia has qualified for the FIFA World Cup for the first time in 32 years. But the Socceroos' foray onto the world stage has not gone to plan. Australia trailed Japan 1-0 at half-time. But as Luke Wilkshire explains, the Socceroos started to control the tempo after Hiddink made three attacking changes, bringing on Tim Cahill, John Aloisi and Josh Kennedy. It took that spark and it was a great substitution, obviously, and Timmy was, um, you know, he's done what he, what he had to do was stay mentally prepared, you know, he put that disappointment aside 
um, to come on and make the impact. And, and it did. It felt like, it, it, you know, in those times, you also think, Jesus is it going to come? Is it going to come? Um, but we just kept plugging away. The tide had turned, but time was desperately running out for the Socceroos. With just six minutes of regulation time left, Japan were desperately clinging to their lead. Here's long throw, goalkeeper's come, hasn't got there. Harry Kuehl, and then poked home by Tim Cahill! Australia have done it! Six minutes to go, and it's a landmark moment for Australian football. Tim Cahill has scored the nation's first ever World Cup Finals goal. The chance opening up after a long throw-in by Lucas Neal. The set play was designed by Hiddink, who identified Neil as the team's long throw-in taker. When you're getting towards the end, you want to throw balls into the box. Um, you've got people, you get numbers in the box, and um, you know you look at them, like I said, they're little scrappy goals or balls popping out, um, and someone on the end of them, and you know that's, that's what it takes. Like I say, when you're getting into the last minute, it's not about playing pretty football. You know, it's, it's a results-driven uh, sport, and I think sometimes you know you've got to find the balance. But the Socceroos weren't content with just a draw. They sensed victory was there for the taking. See the Japanese, how deflated they were after conceding that goal. Um, having been leading for a large chunk of the game. Um, and naturally, you just got to... And that, that's the moment where you just step up and, you, you, you know, you've knocked them down. You've given them... It's like, you know, boxing. You just give them a good good right and he's a little bit wobbly. You know, you can either step back and just let him recover and, and you stay, see that or you just keep going for the jugular and... You know, that's what we felt, and, and that's that was the, the mentality of that, that team. Was it as soon as you see you wobbling, we're, going, we're coming for you. And with just over a minute to play in normal time, the ball again fell to Tim Cahill, once again in a dangerous position. I just wonder whether that extra fitness training that Australia have done may pay dividends in the final moments. Especially as they have the impetus. Aloisi, Cahill, Cahill! Cahill strikes stunning the world and even his own teammates. It's not like him to score goals like that. So, um, so no, probably not if, he, if he'd done it with his head, yeah. But, uh, but no, look, it was a great strike. And, and Nashville, like I say, it's funny how things happen and things happen for a reason. And, you know, from like if I look back and think back to the disappointment, I would have been like four or five hours earlier back in the hotel um, to coming on and then, then being the match winner and scoring two goals like he did. And, you know, that's that's the... The beauty of football, um, you know, and I always say the ball's round just like the world and, and things come around and go around and things happen for a reason. You don't realise it at the time, but uh, I'm a big believer in things happen for a reason. And, you know, that day him being on the bench obviously was for a good reason. Australia 2, Japan 1. And as the game entered stoppage time, Socceroos fans across the world held their breath. Aloisi. Paducah's in an offside position. Aloisi might go on his own. Aloisi! John Aloisi sealing Australia's first ever World Cup victory in stoppage time. But while the Socceroos had made history, it was still only the first game of the tournament. Naturally, you're over the moon and ecstatic, um, but everyone was professional enough to be aware that that's just the first game. Um, and obviously, we had a, a massive game against Brazil coming up and, and then Croatia. So, you know, but we, we knew that we'd put ourselves in with the chance. 
which is more than anyone gave us, um, you know, and so naturally enjoy the moment. You've got to enjoy the moment. Those moments don't come around every day. Um, but then also, again, we'll, we'll very quickly back to, to focus on what was to come. Australia would finish second in their group before losing to Italy in the round of 16. Italy went on to defeat France in the final. The 2006 Socceroos left Germany as heroes. They had qualified for the World Cup for the first time in 32 years, recorded their first goal at a World Cup, recorded their first win at the World Cup, qualified for the round of 16 for the first time, only to be knocked out by the eventual world champions. It's quite a legacy. My thanks to Luke Wilkshire for being our guest on History FC today. I'm Adrian Archuli. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.